Welcome back to Second and Short. It is Monday, February 26th, 2024. The NFL Combine begins today. As you're listening, the drills don't start until Thursday, uh, and then they'll conclude next Sunday. Uh, but we'll have a ton of interviews, tons of news coming out of the Combine this week. Uh, spring training is in full swing. Every team has played at least one or two games as of now. Uh, we got the announcement of the inaugural Spring Breakout, which is a showcase for the best prospects in baseball. And we also have a few things happening in college football, including some fun information about college football 25 from EA Sports. Colin, how are you feeling today? Feeling great. Yeah? Anything changed around here? Uh, yeah, you know, we got, we a, got a glove. We got a nice gold glove. Got some Got some books. magazines, books. Anything else? Still got the lava lamp. Pretty sick. Anything else changed? Uh, your hair. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess it changed a little bit. Go ah, ahead whatever. and take the hat off. Show yeah. everybody. For what little they can see. <laughs> but my guy got a cut. Yeah. I just, I went into the, I don't know, I went to go get my hair done. I was like, you know what? Let's cut it short. Let's restart. So we're restarting. And we're going to grow it right back out. I think restarting <laughs> would have made it uh, shorter. Like, short, short. It's pretty short like compared buzz. to what it was. I want to see you with a buzz cut. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see myself with a buzz cut. I like the kind of like flow look, so I'm going to stick with it. Uh, but we got a couple of headlines to talk about. Before we get into the main stuff, uh, Richard Sherman got arrested for a DUI on Saturday at 4 in the morning. His second uh, driving kind of DUI, his second driving infraction in the last nine months, uh, he got charged for one or went to court for one uh, that was like, he was definitely, D- it was definitely DUI that got it taken down to a couple other things. Um, but his second one, and he's still uh, within the two years of supervision that he was under. Not a good look. No. Don't think he'll be on Thursday Night Football this year. Boy <laughs> messed up. Yeah, that's a bad one. That is a bad one. Uh, remember, kids, don't drink and drive. And adults, I guess, don't drink and drive. <laughs> um, that's something I would say. You pulled at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other big news, uh, the NFL raised the salary cap over $30 million for each team going into next season, which definitely changes up things for teams that we're looking at going into free agency and the draft and how they're going to approach it. You got $30 million more million to play with. The Chargers, that means they're like $30 million over the cap already. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's a whole lot to uh, look forward to with how that's going to change a lot of teams' approaches in free agency. But, um, yeah, today we've got a little bit of an NFL Combine preview. We'll talk about who's there, who's not, who's going to do stuff, who's going to look bad, you know, everything that we can think of. Uh, we'll talk about some MLB free agency news that came out. We'll talk about spring breakout and what it is, how it's going to be set up. And then um, we got some college football news and stake your claim to round it out. Colin, you ready to get into the NFL Combine? I'm ready. <clears throat> All right. Well, your schedule of events starts out on Thursday. Defensive line and linebackers working out on Thursday. That's the 29th. The Friday, March 1st, DBs and tight ends. And then QBs, wide receivers, and running backs on Saturday, which is so loaded. I was about to say, that's going to be the same day. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a fun day to watch. And then offensive line on Sunday, uh, March 3rd. Very important day. Definitely a big day for a lot of teams that, yeah. uh, that need some offensive line help. So let's go through kind of some of our biggest names there. And then we'll, uh, I'll go through a position. We'll talk about some of the players that we want to highlight. Uh, let's start with the QBs. Jaden Daniels, Sam Hartman, Drake May, 
J.J. McCarthy, Joe Milton, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Michael Pratt, Spencer Rattler, Jordan Travis, and Caleb Williams. Also, I didn't put these in any particular order. I guess particularly alphabetical order. Um, not in order of how I care about them, or Sam Hartman wouldn't be the second on the list. Um, so who are some guys that you could see rise uh, in mock drafts from the combine? Michael Pratt. That's Yeah, I'm definitely thinking Michael Pratt. Honestly, I think J.J. McCarthy. Yeah. I think people are going to like that he's just accurate. Yeah, he's got the tools to, you know, be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. So, uh, I saw a, a mock draft where he was going ninth overall. Yeah, it might be a little high. <laughs> I, I think this combine is going to be real important for Sam Hartman, though. Yeah, and I don't know if that's going to be uh, particularly good. No. Uh, I do think Michael Penix is going to get a lot of attention from this just because people kind of trashed on him a little bit going into this saying, you know, he can't run because of the two ACL tears in his college career. But the arm talent is going to blow people away. Yeah. Is I didn't think Jordan Travis was healthy for the combine. I think he's gonna I think he is healthy. Okay. He might not I didn't see anything about him not working out. Um this is all just from the invites list. But um there is a couple of guys that I have noted that aren't going or that are gonna be there for meetings, but they're not working out. Um but QBs wise, I think Bo Nix is gonna be somebody who's not gonna look good at the combine. He just doesn't he, he doesn't seem like the kind of quarterback that would test well. Yeah. yeah we I saw him at that. the senior bowl. Yeah. That was not good. <laughs> so I'm I'm not looking forward to Bo Nix. Uh Spencer Rattler, I'm just in the middle with. I think he's gonna be very impressive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I think so his forty time is gonna be really important. Yeah. Um I think for, for the top three, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, Caleb Williams. That's probably not like the combine's not going to change what you think about them. No. It's going to be the interviews. Yes. Interviews are going to be the big thing. And I I think Jaden Daniels might come out as like the guy. Kind of like how CJ Stroud came off as the guy but still didn't go first overall. Yeah. I see that for Jaden Daniels, but the age I think is a deterrent. Because yeah. like Drake May and Caleb Williams are so young mm-hmm. that it really plays in their favor. Yeah, well listen, maybe you don't <laughs> want to go number one overall. It's a curse. Go number that's, two or number five. That's a great know, point. Number one has not been a, a good spot. Yeah. And let's talk about the running backs because I think this draft is super deep for running backs, but there's not a first-round talent. Yeah. No. If anything, late. Yeah. So we'll go through the list. We've got Braylon Allen, Trey Benson, Jonathan Brooks, Blake Corum, uh, Dajan Edwards, Audric Estime, Frank Gore Jr., Bucky Irving, Dylan Johnson, Jace McClellan, Kendall Milton, Cody Schrader, and Will Shipley. And these are just notable names. Uh, there's tons of other guys that are going to be working out. Um, I think guys that are going to look good from this, Braylon Allen. He was great at Wisconsin, but he didn't get a ton of attention because they haven't been all that good in his time there. It's Wisconsin. Um, Dylan Johnson, I think, is going to look really good because the last time we saw him, he was banged up in the national championship game. So I think he's going to come off really good. People are going to really like what he's got to offer. And then Cody Schrader. He's a beast. He's such a beast. He was my top two running backs. Him and, you know, I might be a little biased for this, but Jace McClellan. Yeah, I I think a lot of the running backs are going to test up just like how we thought they would. A couple of the guys I think that might drop, though, uh, Will Shipley. I'm not his biggest fan. Um, Audric Estime, I don't think he'll test well because he's not exactly the fastest. He's a hard runner. Yeah, he's a hard runner, which... I guess when it comes to the strength and that kind of stuff, he's great. I just don't see him as that fast, agile running back that a lot of people like to see at the Combine. And then Frank Gore Jr., he's got the name, and he's got talent. 
but I don't think he'll test well either. Yeah. Well, when you look at it, Frank Gore Jr., he wasn't playing with the highest level of competition in college, too. Yeah, so, it's Southern Miss. Yeah, it was questionable at times. But um, Audrey Estime, I think he's going to be a perfect RB2 for a team. Yeah. You know, have, like, you have your fast guy, your elusive guy, and then you have your just hard runner. Yeah, I agree. And, and the guys that I kind of think will just kind of stay where they're at, guys like Jonathan Brooks, everybody already knows he is a fantastic running back. We didn't get to see him much because of the injury, so that could be important. See how that plays into it. But and, and um, Blake Corum, really. Yeah, Blake Corum is one that I think everybody kind of knows what they're getting with Blake Corum, but if he tests really well, it could play in his favor a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's get into some wide receivers because there's quite a few. <laughs> it's a long list. <laughs> I might have to take a breath in the middle of these. Okay, you've got Jermaine Burton, Keon Coleman, Troy Franklin, Marvin Harrison Jr., Luke McCaffrey, who's the brother of CMC, uh, Lad McConkey, Jalen McMillan, Bub Means, Adani Mitchell, um, Malik Neighbors, Roma Dunze, Ricky Pearsall, Jalen Polk, Brendan Rice, Marcus Rosemi Jack Saint, Tez Walker, Johnny Wilson, Roman Wilson, and Xavier Worthy. Um, I've got. Take a breath. Okay. Gotta... Yeah, I'm going to take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> also, while you're taking a breath, can we just talk about Bub Means? Bub Means is the guy what, what to rise mean? here at the, at the combine. Mean? He is fantastic. What, I'm, just, I'm just talking about his name. He's got a fantastic game, for sure. But I love that guy, and he is fast. Yeah. He is real fast. Uh, so the other guys that I think could rise from their performances, Keon Coleman. Because it, it was a bit of a banged-up season, he didn't get a chance to be on the field all year and make a huge, you know, um, like a huge impression. But at times, he was like the best receiver in, in the class. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how he tests. I think Lad McConkey's going to get a good rep um, from this combine just because he's a skilled player, and I think people just didn't give him a chance because he was overshadowed by guys like Marcus Rosemey, Jack Saint, and Brock Bowers when he was at Georgia. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, let's see. I like oh, – I don't like Jermaine Burton. Yeah, I don't either. I, th- I think he's going to have a horrible combine. Yeah, and I don't like Tez Walker either. Yeah, he was one of those guys that was sort of iffy for me. Like, he really needs to show out at this combine to prove yeah. he's one of those elite wide receivers in this draft class. Um, but I just don't know what we're going to get from him. Yeah, and unfortunately, Johnny Wilson. I, I just don't think he's going to test well. We know that he's huge and he is strong, but I saw way too many drop passes at the hips especially. I think the thing is going to kill him. I don't know what the drill is exactly called, but when they're running down the straight line and they're turning to catch – he's going to struggle if it's not a perfectly thrown ball every time, like, up top of the face. He's going to take one to the head? Not, not nah, looking over? No, he, he'll take one to, like, he'll take one in the uh, you-know-whats. But <laughs> Dude, That's still one of the greatest clips of all time. Someone doing that drill and just, boom. <laughs> yeah. Do we know who that was? I, mean, I, I can't remember. remember. Um, I don't know who that was that got hit in the face in that drill. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, let's pull, yeah. let's pull that up. Who got hit in the face in, at the combine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Johnny Wilson is going to come down to interviews, really. Yeah, I, I, I he's think... He's got to really connect with the team. Yeah, because like, he's not exactly fast, but he's huge. Yeah, he can get up. Yeah, for sure. Taron Johnson. No, it makes sense. I, he's not Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain it. Um, yeah, that's kind of my other guy. Like, I, I think Jalen Polk, Brendan Rice, like a lot of these guys, maybe Roman Wilson could rise. I just think he's undersized. Yeah. Um, DB. Interesting. Um, yeah, look, there's like with the wide receivers, it's weird because I think it's hard to test them. Because like, yes, you have the catching drills, but 
It all comes down to instinct. Bro. Yeah, like Quentin Johnston tests pretty well. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's not very that. good. <laughs> so I don't know how that will go. Um, anybody else we want to touch on before we get into tight ends? Let's let's talk about Luke McCaffrey here. We, so, we didn't really look. Talk it's in about his it. blood. Yeah, that's what CMC I was... is his brother. Ed McCaffrey's his dad. <laughs> like it's got to be there for him. And he was good at Rice. He was good at Nebraska. I just Stage I don't know too about big him. for him. Maybe, maybe we'll see. If he tests well at the combine, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a day two guy. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk about tight ends though. It's a pretty short list of notable guys. Um. We'll start with Eric All from Iowa. Not the biggest name, but he's from it's, Iowa. It's an Iowa tight end, bro. <laughs> That's just how great. it goes. Uh, Jaheim Bell, Brock Bowers, Devin Culp, Jatavian Sanders, Cade Stover, and Jack Westover. So, look, with Bowers and Sanders, it's pretty obvious what yeah. you're getting there. That's your one and two it, Yeah, right that's there. your one and two. Uh, but I think guys like Jaheim Bell will test well. Jaheim Bell, he's a little bit undersized for a tight end. He's a little bit too big to be a wide receiver. He's a little bit you know, too tall to be a running back, but he could do all three. It's pretty crazy how versatile Jaheim Bell is, and I hope that can come through in his combine workouts. Uh, Eric All, I think when we look at strength, he's going to be kind of like a Michael Mayer or um, like a Luke Musgrave in this draft. Yeah. And then Devin Culp uh, from Washington. He's fantastic. Him and Jack Westover were both great for Washington this past year. Uh, but I think Devin Culp's the guy that could test very well. Yeah. Yeah, those are the guys that have like the – they're just they're, – they're the, in the middle. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So they got a test well to show out, um, but we all know it's it's Bowers and Sanders and Stover. That's oh, yeah. That's the top three. For sure. Uh, let's talk offensive linemen. I don't have any notes on any of these guys in particular, uh, but we'll run through the list of the notable guys. Uh, Joe Alt. Um, I, okay, I practiced pronouncing this when I wrote this down. Okay. You got it. Alumo. Oh, I had it. I had it down. Alum. Alumua. Okay, I think it's Alum Alumiwa. Yeah, Alumiwa uh Fashanu. See, I um, had to fumble so you could get yeah, it. Yeah, no, thank you. you out. Uh so I know he's a big name cuz I've seen him all over mock drafts. Yeah. Uh you have Talise Fuaga, JC Latham, Amarius Mims, uh Jackson Powers Johnson and Zach Zinter. I don't really have notes on these guys cuz I haven't paid attention to the offensive linemen really. Your top 2 is Joe Alt and Zach Zinter. For sure. For sure. And then JC Latham. Yeah, J.C. I've seen a lot of Jackson Powers Johnson. I just don't know too much about him. J.C. Latham's a big boy. Yeah, J.C. Latham, he's all over like top fifteen. Yeah, he is insane. And Zach Zinter, for being so big, can move so well. Yeah, yeah, he is textbook Michigan offensive line. Yeah. Um. All right, let's talk about defensive linemen. Uh, you've got Jonah Ellis, Braden Fisk, Jalen Harrell, Leatu Latu, Fabian Lovett, Byron Murphy, Chop Robinson, Tavondre Sweat. Braylon Trice, and Jared Verse. Uh, I think your risers, this is going to sound biased, uh, <laughs> Braden Fisk <laughs> and Jared Verse, and then also Braden. Chop Robinson. Chop Robinson's already like projected like top 15. Yeah. I think we could see him emerge as like one of the number one defensive ends. The person that seems to be dropping, and I think he will after the combine, is Leatu Latu, who I was super high on. I wanted the Falcons to draft him. Kind of looked back at it, saw what some people were saying, and I kind of agree that like where he's at right now might be the best he is, which he's great and he's gonna look like the number one, but I don't think he's gonna progress from where he's exactly. at. Exactly, you can't come out of college already playing your best. Yeah, if you've already yeah. hit your ceiling before the combines even started, you're not gonna have a oh. great. Career. <laughs> I, I definitely agree. Um, 
So I don't think he's going to test well. I think Braylon Trice has a chance to, yeah. um, but I really like Devondre Sweat. He's just a big body on the defensive line. Um, I think he's going to test well no matter what. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> and then uh, linebackers, I don't have any risers, fallers, or anything, but uh, you have Tatum Bethune, Steel Chambers, Kalen DeLoach, Tommy Eichenberg, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., and uh, Zion Tupeloa Fatui. Um, you got to go with the Ohio State duo. Yeah. Steel Chambers and Tommy Eichenberg. Yeah, and I love Kalen DeLoach, obviously, Florida State. But <laughs> this dude is ridiculous in coverage. He can come down into the box and make tackles. Like He is fantastic. I can't speak highly enough of Kalen DeLoach. Uh, and then your DBs, you have Terry and Arnold, uh, Javin. I, I can't remember how to say that. I think it's Javin. Javin? Bullard, yeah, uh, Renardo Green, Cameron Kitchens, Kool Aid McKinstry, Josh Proctor, and Sione Vaki. I think Cameron when it comes, Kitchens, to, yeah, Cameron Kitchens is going to be the one that tests really well, and I think Sione Vaki is going to be as well. He didn't get a ton of attention because Utah was kind of average this year, but he's a fantastic DB. I love his game. I'm scared for Kool Aid. That's what I was yeah. about to say. <laughs> I don't know how Kool Aid's going to test because he had a bad year this yeah. year. You know who didn't though? Terry Arnold. <laughs> that man's a baller. He is a baller. That's the best I think DB in college right I now. think he's number one off the board for the DBs. Yeah. Um, Where's, wait, is Cooper DeJean? We're about to get to that. Okay, cool. Guys that aren't working out. He's oh. one of them. Oh, yeah. Um, Sorry. I do want to let everybody know I'm going to be working uh, during the combine, after the combine, uh, and I'm going to put out my first mock draft. Oh. On Wednesday. Yeah, so do I get to after do it the this combine. year? Yeah, feel free. Let's go. I think we'll probably save yours for final mock drafts. So week before, or yeah, week or two weeks before the draft, we'll do final mock drafts. Me, you, and Luke will all put together our mock drafts. And then um, I might be able to pull a guest in Oh, uh, for me and him to do just a one-on-one episode where he reviews our mock drafts. Okay. Um, it's not going to be Mike this year unless he really wants to. If Mike <laughs> wants to come on. Mike, you've got the invite. Nah, he's just going to flame my But mock I do have somebody that. does some freelance writing, does some mock drafting. I've talked to him in the past. He's a big fan um, of the mock draft. So, yeah, that's something to look forward to. Um, okay, who's not going to be there? Oh, Cooper DeJean leads off the list. He's fighting off that season-ending leg injury. He's going to work out more into the weeks leading up to the draft for teams. So, that's going to be one to wait on. I think it hurts his stock that he's not him. at the combine. He's already him. getting so much disrespect. They want him to turn into a safety. Let him play corner. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Honestly, if he drops, man, all those bottom teams are just staring at his name, praying they get him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the other big one, Illinois defensive tackle Johnny Newton, who was a projected first-rounder, he's also hurt. Um, so he's going to miss it. Uh, and then some guys that didn't get invites I was kind of surprised by. Uh, Joshua Cephas, the wide receiver for UTSA. Uh, Jaquan Shepard, the corner for Maryland. Carson Steele, the UCLA running back. Uh, and John Rice Plumley from UCF, obviously a quarterback. None of those guys got invites. I think out of that group, Carson Steele needs some love. He was yeah. killing it at UCLA this year, and I'm really surprised he didn't get an invite. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, 100% agreed. Honestly, I think Plumley should be there just because of his athleticism. Yeah. Like he can do. He can play wide receiver. He can play tight end. He can play quarterback. Like you got to get him to the combine. Let yeah. him show off his skills. No, I agree. And um yeah, so like I said, yeah, Carson Steele and John Rice Plumley are the most surprising, but I really like Joshua Cephas. I think pro days are going to play in his favor. Probably going to still end up day 3. Yeah. But he could be an impact guy. Um let me ask you something real quick. Yeah. What do you think Cody Schrader's bench press is going to be? 
<laughs> is a giant. Um, stuff. I don't know, man. Like, look at him. Yeah, no, he's huge. Yeah, five nine two fifteen. Oh man, what's the what's the uh, best bench press reps? Like, yeah, yeah, pull that up. Uh, so I actually read an article the other day about how bench press has led to some of the worst players. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, yeah. No, yeah, we know forty. Okay, bench press forty nine. Stephen Paella. Paella. I think I think he could get thirty four. 34? Yeah, I think that's fair. For a running back, that's yeah. pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably say somewhere more in like 26. No, I'd, I'd say 34. Okay. He's, he's got that that's, dog. That's big, man. That is yeah, he's big. not putting up uh, Don Terry Poe numbers, 44. Yeah. And then um, we do have a couple of coaches that won't be there. Um, notably, there's no members of the Seahawks' new coaching staff going. Interesting. So they fully cleaned house. There's 24 coaches. Only one has stayed from the Pete Carroll uh, regime now with Mike McDonald, they hired 23 guys. None of them going to be in attendance, just scouts uh, for the Seahawks, which is kind of weird. That's not good. Yeah, I, I have a feeling their GMs probably there to do interviews, but to have no Mike Mc, Mike McDonald there is kind of surprising. You got to have at least honestly, you got to have your assistant coach there. Like, I feel like the head coach should yeah. be there. Yeah, but. You know, I don't run the franchises. Uh, the other surprising one, Mike McCarthy and his new defensive coordinator, Mike Zimmer, both won't be at the combine. Interesting. I, I think it's that the Cowboys don't really value their picks and Jerry Jones doesn't value their opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nobody wants to go to the Cowboys right now. No. Uh, and then the other one, Robert Sala, not going to be there. I'm not all that surprised by that one. Um, they're sending just about everybody else. Joe Douglas is going. All the assistant coaches are going, so uh, they'll Aaron, be fine. Aaron Rodgers will probably be there. I doubt it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> He's probably going to be doing ayahuasca uh, during combine week. Um, all right. Well, that kind of concludes it for the draft. So, like I said, starts up Monday, so we'll start getting a lot of news from it. But the workouts start on Thursday. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and talk MLB free agency. we got quite a few things to talk about in the MLB. Uh, and we'll start with a big one that I think we called from the start yeah. of the offseason season. Cody Bellinger is re-signing with the Cubs, uh, reportedly a three-year, $80 million deal. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely love that move. Great job, Cubs. You got your guy. Yeah. He he has been the guy all offseason, yep. uh, and I'm I'm not surprised whatsoever that he went back. Yeah. I, I just couldn't imagine him going anywhere else. I had talked about maybe going to the Giants, just because the Giants are linked to everyone. Um you know, there was the opportunity for him to go to the Blue Jays, but... No, nah, that would have been a disaster. Yeah, that one would have been weird. Uh, so, I, I don't hate it at all. The only place that, that made back. sense was the Yankees before they signed Soto. Yeah. And then they signed Soto, so it made the most sense to go back home with the Cubs. Yeah, no, it definitely did. So, I really like that move. They're building um, something there, man. I, I know. Something. They are. They are definitely building something. I, I certainly see them being one of, if not, the best team in the NL Central. Yeah. It's just, it kind of depends on the Reds. Their their young talent could carry them. Or it could blow up for them. Yeah, because I, I don't see it being the Brewers. They've kind of blown up. Um, But, yeah, I'm, the I'm interested. The Cardinals are there if they can play well. Yeah. What is this? Uh, predictions for the NL Central? The Cardinals will go from worst to first. Interesting. So, okay, while I do trust Picota, or Picota, their, their, uh, their system tends to be pretty pretty good. Um. 
But Hold on, yeah, scroll back up one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think I think New York, the Yankees, uh, at least are going to make the postseason. Not the Mets, but I think I think this year they have to. Yeah. Like, there's <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. Uh, we'll start doing some division previews pretty soon here. Uh, but let's talk. Um, Tim Anderson got a deal with the Marlins, one year, five million. This is an absolute prove it deal. Yeah. I think a change of scenery is going to be good for him. Yeah, he needed it. Yeah. And look, if he can come out here and just prove that he's great, he's going to be a big-ticket free agent next year. Mm. But if he comes out and lays another stinker like last year, he's done. He's done. Yeah. He's so done. He's going to get a minor league deal next year. I'll say it right now. With the Braves. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I I want Tim Anderson to be better, but, dude, last year, over he played 123 games last year. And he was he hit one home run. That's the glaring number. More one tri- home more run. More triples than home runs. Yeah. That doesn't happen. <laughs> People don't do that unless your name is D. Gordon. Where's the strike? 122 strikeouts. Ooh. That's brutal. And he only had he had 121. He had more strikeouts than hits. Oh my God. That's bad. It one more strikeout than hits. Yeah, but still, that's a horrible split. Yeah, well, when you compare it to 2022, he only played 79 games. He only struck out 55 times. Yeah. That's not bad. No. But he was striking out uh, essentially once a game Yeah, this past season. Yeah, in the same sample size, he struck out 119 back in 2021, but he also hit 17 bombs, 61 RBIs. Like, that was a good season. I think Miami will be a good place for him. I think so, too. They needed an everyday shortstop, so that makes sense. I think him and Jazz are going to vibe. Maybe. Well, Jazz is going to play center field still, I think. Still, they're teammates, so they're going to vibe. True, true. Or Tim Anderson's going to be an asshole. They might get in a fight. <laughs> then we get a down goes Anderson part two. <laughs> they're they're going to make a fucking documentary out of that shit. I would love it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> out on that. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that would be No fantastic. more hard knocks, just documentary of Tim Anderson. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, this one was a good move. A little bit interesting. The Pirates extended Mitch Keller five years, $77 million. I like it. Mitch Keller is a great, He's great pitcher. He's the only pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, like, at least starting-wise, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Besides David Bednar, like, there's nobody else. Yeah. Like, last year wasn't bad. The ERA is not great, but Still last best year. guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, he was a big trade bait at the, at the deadline. So yeah. that's why I was so surprised he got re-signed. Or not resigned, but extended. I I really thought he was going to go. Uh, at least it, since he didn't go last year, I thought he'd go this year. He's staying with the Pirates. He was an All Star last year. He was great. Um, second half of the season wasn't as good. I think part of that probably just confidence when you're being considered a trade pros- or a, a, a trade target at the deadline doesn't help you out all that much. But he's a great player. Um, I, I think this is a great move. Yeah. No. Honestly. So. I think Pittsburgh's got all the talent in the world offensively. Oh, whoa. What was that video? The dude I don't know. kicked it after a diving attempt to right field. Goodness. Inside, Inside the, the park. park. Oh, That's the type of stuff you love to see at spring training. I love it. That dude's not making love it. No. Bigs. No, he's not making a roster. Uh, no, back to what I was saying. They have all the talent in the world offensively. Yeah. Right now. So they need to keep Mitch Keller to build that rotation. You know, wait till Skeens gets called up, and then boom, you got your one and two guy right there. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I'm. I think Skeens probably gonna maybe make the opening Dude, day we roster. Might see him this year. Yeah, 
Like, he's great. That's how bad their pitching talent is. What is he, third prospect yeah. overall right now? Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see Paul Skeens because like it was a shaky start to his minor league career. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, they're they're saying twenty twenty four he'll get his debut. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. We'll definitely see him in the uh the breakout, uh whatever, spring breakout. Yeah. Um all right, our next deal, uh, the Brewers re-signed Brandon Woodruff on a two-year deal. I was to. hoping he'd leave. Yeah. I, w- I wanted him to leave so bad. But after getting rid of Corbin Burns, you got to keep somebody. Yeah, yeah, but, that's, like, that's who fair. Who was going to be their number one? Like, he is their number one right now. Who else would it have been? Freddie Peralta? I thought he was gone, too. Oh, he might be. Yeah, Nathan, can you pull up their Yeah, pull up the uh, yeah, Milwaukee depth chart. I'm pretty sure Freddie's gone. Really? I might be tripping, but... That's not good. No, no, he's no, still there. Okay, yeah, he's still there. Wade Miley. Oh, Joe Ross. Yeah, oh. Like, <laughs> Woodruff is gone. Look at... Oh, God. <laughs> Robert Gasser. Fire and last now, name. That is a fire last name. Why does Brandon Woodruff bat left? <laughs> <laughs> Not a rare thing to throw righty and bat lefty. I'm just saying for a pitcher. It's not a rare thing. I don't know. Well, he's on the 60-day. Um, I don't know if he still is. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think it's Man, a good move to bring him back because they needed him back. But I was hoping he'd go elsewhere. Yeah. Because that, that team's going to be a dumpster fire outside of Devin Williams. Yeah. I don't think he's going to have a whole lot of save opportunities. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I do like Abner Uribe. Abner Uribe is sick. Yeah, he's gonna, got nasty stuff. Williams to a starter. Yeah, just wait. Bryce Wilson's going to be starting for him next year. Jacob <laughs> Junis isn't bad. No, he's not. He's not. Oh, I forgot they got D.L. Hall. Jansen Junk, great name. D.L. Hall's iffy. Man, I love him, but he's... Yeah, he's all over the place. <laughs> Um, let's see the next thing. Red Sox signed Liam Hendricks to a two-year deal. He I won't like be it. ready, I think, for a couple of months. I think it's fine. It's but fine. I think it's a fantastic pickup. Yeah, great deal. This did happen, right? I saw this, and I'm pretty sure it happened. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. he's on the Red Sox. Um, look, I love it. I Liam Hendricks is, a, is the GOAT. Yeah. He's not really, but he is. <laughs> the White Sox are folding right now. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Because <laughs> what? You got Eloy and... Luis Robert. And that's about it. Yeah. Mike Soroka. Cool. <laughs> Jesse yeah, Chavez. you can have all the Braves minor leaguers. Yeah, that's fair. Um, You won't get more than three games out of Soroka, if that. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm interested to see what he does in spring training. I wish him the best. Yeah, me too. And honestly, in our luck, he's going to like... Pitch lights out and win a Cy Young. Yeah, or he's going to, like, beat the Braves. <laughs> Cry. Um, all right, next thing, Eric Hosmer announced his retirement. That one's tough. You know, he's... Yeah, but he's been in the league. For yeah, he has time. been in the league for quite a while, but he's only 34. Yeah, but his his game was going down. Oh, fast. definitely. <laughs> yeah, negative 0.5 war last Two season. Two home runs. He only had 94 at-bats. <laughs> Oh my God! Twenty-two. Hits. Yeah, he hasn't played over thirty-one games since what? Or oh, never mind. 
I was looking at the split. Um, yeah, so he hasn't played a full season since 2017, or at least a full 162. He hasn't played like a uh, an actual season since 2021. Yeah, 17. That's that's impressive to play the full 162. Definitely, definitely. That's probably why he was 14th in MVP voting, yeah. Gold Glove and Silver Slugger. Yeah. And guess what? He didn't win a single thing after that season. That's what, brutal. What, what year did the Royals win? Was this? 24. No, 2015. 2015? Yeah. Yeah, which he was Gold Glover, MVP, 24th in MVP voting. Yeah. Yeah, Eric Hosmer was a weird case because as soon as he got to San Diego, he just kind of fell off a cliff after like the first two years. And then 2020, he was non existent. 2021, he was pretty damn bad. Definitely not a no, Hall of Famer. He's not a- with some of the names that they're leaving out, that's yeah, like, he's nowhere. Close. <laughs> if Andrew Jones isn't in the Hall of Fame, Eric Hosmer ain't even making the ballot. No. No. Phenomenal ball player. Oh yeah, but just not, he's not a Hall of Famer. No, not at all. Uh, our next uh, things, a couple of rumors. There's only a few guys remaining, but we've got some big names. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Red Sox are prioritizing a move for Jordan Montgomery. I think that's a must. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, like who else they got? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I think it would be a fantastic move. Um, and honestly, guys are running out of time. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you don't have an offer you like yet, you better rethink what you're asking. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I really like Jordan Montgomery. I just I don't trust yeah, you what can't, Boston's you can't got right Giolito now. You can't have as your number one. <laughs> Hell no. Not at Fenway. Not Bro, at Fenway. that rotation sucks. Yeah. Lucas Giolito, Nick Pavetta. Brian Bayo, who hasn't been all that good to start his career, uh, Cutter Crawford, and Tanner Hook. That is bad. Not a single sub 4-3 ERA. Brian, uh, Brian Bayo looked good today, though. Oh, he did? Yeah. I didn't he, I didn't get to watch much. Oh, okay. He looked really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cutter Crawford ain't it. Nick Pavetta, nah. Giolito no. <laughs> is a number four at best. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, so, no, Lucas Giolito should not be an ace right now. You need to go get Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, you do. You have to if you want to win. You can't be asking for that much. If you right? want to win 70 games. <laughs> with, with Snell out there, you can't be asking for that much. I think he is, man. Because if you're asking for that much, I'd rather go get Snell and pay a little bit more. I think it's a lot more, though, yeah. if you're if you're looking at Snell, uh, which is who we'll talk about right now, because he's got a deal on the table from the Yankees. Oh, He's totally going to take that. Oh, oh he's totally going to take it, dude. Luke's a happy camper. Yeah. Oh, my God. This rotation would be ridiculous. You have Garrett Cole and Blake Snell. Yeah, Garrett Cole, Blake Snell. I'd probably go Stroman, Rodon. Well, I guess you could put in. Yeah, if you go, if you go Cole, Snell, Stroman, Rodon. You have righty, lefty, righty, lefty, and then fill it out with either Cortez or Clark Schmidt, who have both been great. I'd probably put Rodon in the bullpen. Ah, it's tough. He certainly hasn't been good. So I would understand I think he's it. He's more effective and less. Innings. But also, Clark Schmidt could just go straight back to the bullpen. Yeah, he could, but Clark Schmidt can go the distance. Yeah, he Carlos can. Rodon is more effective in you know that two to three inning span, rather than once he hits that fourth and fifth, he starts to struggle. Yeah, I agree. That would be an interesting move. I don't think he would be happy. <laughs> First, they gotta they gotta get Blake Snell. That's true. Which I don't think will be that hard because I don't I'm not seeing him rumored anywhere else right now. Which I, is not a good sign. I think he wants to pitch, pitch in uh, pinstripes. Yeah, we'll see. He could do that in oh, Chicago God, if he wanted. <laughs> he could wear pinstripes in Chicago. Yeah, just not New York, please. I can't listen to Luke all year. Yeah, no, I can't. 
Actually, I would love for all of them to suck. That'd be cool. Imagine. Imagine all of them just suck next year. No. Bro, if Blake Snell goes to the Yankees, their one through three will all throw a no-hitter next year. Whoa. <laughs> three no-hitters by one team in one year. I'm, I'm sorry I'm not going to agree with that. <laughs> That's a crazy one. Uh, all right, last rumor. Uh, the Mariners might be a great fit for Matt Chapman. Yeah, I mean, might as well. Yeah. Suarez left. Suarez to the Diamondbacks kind of threw everything off for them. I wouldn't hate Matt Chapman there. No, that makes them very competitive if they can get Matt Chapman there because it adds an elite bat. Yeah, because like right glove. now they've got Josh Rojas starting at third base. I mean, he's fantastic. He is, yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> He ain't Matt Chapman. <laughs> he ain't a platinum glove winner. You could move Rojas to the outfield. Yeah, for sure. And just platoon him with uh, Raleigh. Is it Rayleigh? Or Rayleigh. Rayleigh. Yeah. Because Raleigh's their catcher. Yeah. Raleigh's their oh, catcher. That, Rayleigh's that in the outfield. That confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Mitch, I think Matt Chapman would be huge for this team. Yeah. Mitch Hanniger, he, he can't play for it. 62 in the outfield. No. He's good for like 75. Exactly. <laughs> you could split him and Rojas out there. True. True. I, I'd, I'll be interested to see where Matt Chapman goes because I was I, like I was pretty rotation. bought into the Giants. I'm buying into the Mariners. Yeah. The, well, I mean, I guess you, you, you're buying Yeah, I am too. too. It's a cool hat, so I bought it. <laughs> but, no, I, like I, I do like that rotation. That rotation's sick. I was watching uh, Foolish Baseball put out his uh, top five pitchers he likes for 2024. Brian Wu was one of them. Nice. I think he's, he's going to be good. You know, we had talked about earlier in the offseason – uh, if they were to trade for a starter, who would they trade? And it was either Bryce Miller or Brian Wu. I think they're both equally great. They're just good at two very different things. Yeah. Um, you think every time Brian Wu gets a strikeout, they should change like the sound in the stadium to woo? Well, Mariners, if you're listening, you just use that recording. Woo! And pay Colin royalties. Yeah. <laughs> give me season tickets, even though I live in Georgia. <laughs> give him free. Uh, give him a private jet. Yeah. That's me it. too. Me too. <laughs> that, that says woo on the side. <laughs> yeah, don't leave me out. Woo. You can use that one. Use that one. I'll, I'll cut Colin out so fast. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, let's talk about Big spring breakout. This one is uh, a brand new thing. So I've got the breakdown here. Uh, it is a four day event showcasing baseball's future. The current stars of minor league baseball. Um, the inaugural edition will be held from March 14th to March 17th of 2024 at Grapefruit and Cactus League stadiums during spring training. It'll be 16 exhibition games that'll be played between teams comprised of each MLB organization's top prospects, creating a new touch point on the baseball calendar that celebrates our sports budding talent. So I wanted to bring up this article written by uh, Joe Trezza uh, from MLB Network. And uh, he kind of put together the guys to look for from each team. So we'll go through the teams. We'll see what he's saying. And uh, so talk about it now. We'll start with the American League East. Easy. Blue Jays. Uh, the big one he's got is uh, Ricky Tiedemann, um, which I like. Number 29th ranked prospect right now. Um, great arm on the mound. I'm excited to see him play. Uh, the Orioles is the one to watch. <laughs> You're going to get Jackson Holiday, uh, Connor Norby, Kobe Mayo, 
Um, so good. But we so we could good. even see some of the guys that made it up into the majors late last year, like Heston Kerstad. Um, you know, it's it's all prospects. So uh, we'll see what we get there. Yeah, Colton Kowser would be on there as well. Uh, the Rays uh, will have guys like Carson Williams, uh, Junior Caminero, Curtis Mead. Um, so yeah, we'll see uh, what the Rays have. To, oh, excuse me, oh, what good. the Rays have to offer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Got a little hiccups. Um, yeah, we'll see what the Rays have to offer uh, with the prospects, just because everything's been kind of reset yeah. after uh, one Wander Franco and his mischievous activities uh <laughs> deplorable activities um honestly uh the red sox though they've got quite a good group that they could throw out there marcelo mayer uh roman anthony kyle teal um nasty. yeah kyle teal is great so they could throw out quite a few guys and you know I- i'm not sure if there's like rules on who can play and who can't <laughs> i think it's if he had like a certain amount of like okay plate appearances or yeah pitched, yeah that'd be interesting no uh, the Yankees have quite a few guys they could use. Um, Please tell me they're not going to use Jason Dominguez. No shot. <laughs> he, they might. They might. He didn't get a lot of at bats. Yeah, but that dude's like. But we're mainly like looking. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're mainly looking at like pitching prospects for them. Chase Hampton, Will Warren uh, are the two that uh, Treza lined out here. Uh, the AL Central is going to be interesting. Um, for the Guardians, you have Kyle Manzardo, who is great. Uh, really like him. Um, Brian Rocio and Chase DeLauder, uh, definitely guys to look for there. The Royals definitely have some great prospects. Yeah, Blake Mitchell's the big one. The eighth overall pick in the 2023 draft. Uh, can't wait to watch him play. Um, for the Tigers, they've got, yeah, four top 100 prospects for them. Max Clark and Jackson Joe being the top, top prospects, uh, number 13 and number 25 overall. Um, you know, we could see them on the field uh, together. He's going to be so good in, in the MLB. Oh, yeah. He's, He's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, for the Twins, uh, their top two prospects, Walker Jenkins, who is awesome. Georgia's finest. Yeah. And uh, and Brooks Lee, who's great as well. Um, what a solid name. Yeah, that is a good name, Brooks Lee. And, of course, there's Colton Montgomery. Yeah, for the White Sox, man. And Noah Schultz is pretty good. Um, you got Nick Nestrini, uh, Jordan Leisure. And uh, Edgar Cuero, who uh, got traded to them, I believe. Yeah. Um, Damn, the list just keeps going. Yeah. Going Jacob Gonzalez at shortstop. They got a whole lot of guys. Uh, AL West. Oh, what a name! Yes, for the Astros, Spencer. Sp- Spencer. Spencer. I could. How did I? How did I mispronounce the first name? <laughs> Bro, no way, this guy just Spencer Aragetti. Um, we'll see him for the first time. He's a big one. You know, the Astros did trade off some prospects uh, like, uh, oh, shoot, what's his name? He came from Tennessee. Hit that big walk Drew Gilbert. Off. Yes, Drew Gilbert that's now in the Mets. Um, <laughs> I love how you, you knew what I knew who did. it was. I just couldn't remember his name. Uh, for the Angels, um, they don't have a lot. Oh, 20 years that. old. Yeah, Caden Dana uh, could get his uh, his first try at spring training out there. Bro's going to get rocked. Probably. Uh, for the Athletics, Max Muncy. Yeah, what's the... Uh... <laughs> Different Max Muncy. He did get trade. He did get drafted by the exact same team. I think in the exact same pick of the draft as the other Max Muncy, uh, mm-hmm. but also Jacob Wilson, who were both high school teammates. Uh, we could see them playing together at A's spring training in the cool. spring breakout uh, for the Mariners. Uh, you got a couple of guys. You got recent first round picks like Cole Young, Harry Ford, and Cole Emerson. Big Harry Ford fan. Yeah, love that guy. Yeah. Uh, for the Rangers, um, 
guys like 17-year-old Sebastian Walcott. I've heard quite a few things about him. And then you have the number four overall pick from last year, Wyatt Langford. Big bat. Oh, yeah. Big bat. Big time. smash. But in the National League, we got a couple of guys that we want to see for the Braves. You already uh, know that, first of all. Oh, yeah. Hurston Waldrep is so much fun to watch. Uh, Colin, you want to give this one a shot? What is it? This next Spencer one? Spencer Schwellenbach. Pretty solid. Uh, and then as well, uh, Cade Kuehler, Owen Murphy, and A.J. Smith-Shaver, who we've seen quite a bit of uh, in the MLB. Uh, but he's still listed as a prospect. I was kind of surprised by that. That's cool. Uh, for the Marlins, uh, Noble Mayer uh, is a very good one. Jacob Berry and uh, Yidi Cape, I believe is how you say it. That's sick. I heard somebody say it the other day. Yidi. <laughs> What the fuck? What was that, dude? I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, the Mets is definitely an interesting one because we're going to see Luis Angel Acuna. We're going to see Drew Gilbert, the the aforementioned Drew Gilbert. Uh, Jet Williams is fantastic. So we got a lot of fun guys to watch for in the, with the Mets. Uh, the Nationals. Yeah. <laughs> you got Robert Hassel. Yeah, Robert Hassel III is great. James Wood uh, would be pretty good as well to see. Um, not much coming from them, though. Uh, the Phillies. Got a couple of big name guys. Uh, Mick Abel is a big one. Uh, Griff McGarry and Carlos De La Cruz, big time guys to watch out for. Um, the NL Central, uh, you got quite a few good prospects in the NL Central. For the Brewers, the big one is Wes Clark, um, who was a non roster invitee. He could make the team if he looks good here. Um, for the Cardinals, um, they've only got, uh, let's see. Yeah, they're the only Grapefruit League team playing two spring breakout games. Uh, and uh, we'll get to see. Uh, do they have anyone? I'm trying to think of their names. Do the Cardinals have any prospects? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they should. Uh, Gordon Graceffo. Okay, I have heard that name. Michael McGreevy. Their farm system sucks. Yeah. Jeez. They traded it all away. Yeah, that's brutal. All right, back to the list. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they're the first one that hasn't had a single name on it. I take it back. The Cardinals are going to suck. Uh, the Cubs, of course, Pete Crow Armstrong's the guy to look out for with them. Uh, the Pirates, <laughs> Paul Skeens. Duh. Uh, the Reds, um, they're also playing two games, uh, this time at the Cactus League. I don't yeah, know. Like half their team. Yeah, plays. half their team, I think, could probably qualify. Not too sure. Um, but, yeah, we'll move on from there. Ooh, the, who's that third baseman? Uh, Noel Noel Vimarte. Yeah, yeah I like him a lot. And probably, like, Christian Encarnacion Strand. He, he could definitely. And then when we go to D-backs, we just talk about freaking Drew Jones. Yeah, he's the guy. Jordan Lawler, obviously very good. Tommy Troy, uh, a good guy to look for. But, but everybody's watching Drew Jones. Yeah, and he has sucked in the minors, surprisingly. Ugly stuff. Yeah? What do, you, what do you think is the reason for that? Give us a breakdown. No. no, dude, it's just weird. Like when he goes, like yeah, Nathan, pull up, pull up. Yeah, pull up a video. Drew His Jones swing. Are just weird, but it works for him. That just shows you that like any swing can work yeah. at a high level. All these hitting coaches talking about, oh, you have to swing like this. Nah, we don't mess with perfect game no more. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't. It's all hands. Yeah, he doesn't really use his legs. Yeah. Like, hold on. watch his wrist. Nathan, try to pull up. Not uh, a fan. 
Try to pull up like a, a live AB from high school. You you can find it on YouTube, I promise. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I've watched quite a few of them. Um, yeah, it's so interesting because he's so far behind Jackson right now. Yeah. And like those were the one two. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're gonna pull this one up. Yeah, this one he's in home runs. Yeah, well, their field is so small. I don't even want to hear it. Oh yeah, <laughs> Westland. <laughs> this game had like six home runs in it. Oh, I think me and you watched this. Yes. Together. The kid got hosed. Sheesh. Like, All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about this video. Skip. Just skip I get it. Drew Jones can't game. swing. I gotta back up a little bit more. Yep. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> back up. No, Dude, keep going. <laughs> you suck at giving instructions. Just talk about Jordan Lawler. Is that him? Lawler pulls up. No, he'll he'll be the first at bat after the strike three. Oh, ah, grounder back to the pitcher. Why are we? <laughs> yeah, hold on, bro. What are you doing? Did you just skip past him hitting? Yes. You idiot. Also, he's also facing the kid. Now you went too far back, man. Come on, Nathan, <laughs> figure it out, dude. He's struggling. <laughs> just use the forward and back, bro. All right, just leave it. Just leave it. Nah, skip 10, ten minutes ahead. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Nah, he stepped out, too. Exactly. He doesn't use his legs. He's yeah, just that got was trash. Hands. That was trash. All right. Hey, Andrew Jones, show your son what, you, what he's doing, man. You hit a bunch of bombs. Um, I get so much hate now. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bad thing. Shouldn't have just <laughs> dissed Drew Jones. Still no legs. Little more legs. Little bit more legs than that. But I'm not I'm not basing how good somebody is off of a bat bros video. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch Matt Holiday crush some diggers. He was using a drop five. So? Hitting him like six hundred feet. That's fine, but I can't do that. That's impressive. Yeah. Okay, okay. Enough bat bros. <laughs> I've watched enough of their videos. Um all right, uh, let's keep going down the list real quick. You got the Dodgers. Um, Dalton Rush. Yeah, Diego uh, Diego Cartaya is a big one for them that I'd like to watch. Uh, for the Giants, Bryce Eldridge is fantastic. Carson Wisenhunt, I believe is how you say it, or Wisenhunt. Um, yeah, it is a fancy-ass last name. How many bedrooms do you think he had in his house growing up? Oh, got to be so many. <laughs> oh, that's the best question. To I ask. feel like he's got like a butler. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Padres are stacked though. Oh yeah, Padres are stacked. Salison, Ethan uh, Salas is all I care about. That's all Dylan I want to watch. Yeah, Drew Thorpe's very good as well, but Ethan Salas is the guy to watch yeah, for the Padres. Uh, and then the Rockies have nobody. <laughs> what a surprise! Their only prospect is playing center field for them right now, and he's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that the end? Yeah, that's the end of the list. So. um I guess we'll move into uh, some college football news um, because why not? There's a little bit of stuff to talk about here. Beautiful. Uh, we'll start with uh, UCLA hiring Eric Bieniemy as their associate head coach slash offensive coordinator. So Ethan tried to be like, or I think Ethan was producing, uh, and he was like, there's no way Eric Bieniemy is going there. <laughs> <laughs> guess what? <laughs> guess what, twerp? Yo, get him down here. I was right. I thought he was going to be the head coach, but <laughs> whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, 
But yeah, I just wanted to hit that one for a little bit of an I told you so. Um, I am surprised to see him out of the NFL. Yeah. But I think if he wants to become a college head, co- head coach, he needs to have some time as a coordinator, work on recruiting, see yeah. what the world is like, because it is so different now to go from the NFL to the NCAA. So many different aspects you got yeah. to master. Yeah, it's a big jump. Uh, next thing, though, South Carolina's William Bryce Stadium is going to host a Manchester United versus Liverpool friendly in August. Mm. So I know South Carolina and South Carolina University, or the University of South Carolina, whatever. Um, it's a big soccer pool, like area. I just don't see the pull. Yeah, South Carolina is just a weird. Spot. Yeah, like typically you'd play in a big city. Like Atlanta. Yeah, not Columbia, South Carolina. <laughs> no hate to Columbia, South Carolina. I got some All friends the hate to go in the there. World. No, I got some friends to go there. It seems like a cool place. Not for me. Yeah, not for a Manchester United versus Liverpool game. Yeah, Mercedes Benz Stadium uh, is a pretty close. <laughs> you could have used that. Could have gone to Nashville. Yeah, honestly. Could have gone to Jacksonville. If you wanted to be in the Southeast, I feel like there's better places to go than South Carolina. Yeah. I I don't know. We'll see. I'm not going to the game though. No. <laughs> uh, this one is a, a big hire. Georgia State hiring the UGA running back coach Dell McGee as their new head coach. So I'm pretty sure their head coach went to take a associate or uh, not an assistant job in the NFL. I believe so. But yeah, Del McGee is a fantastic pickup. He's a little bit older, but he's been around this Georgia program since I think 2019. Um, so I'm uh, 2016. Oh, okay. So that's a real long time. So he's oh, kind of yeah. been through the whole rise yeah. uh, of he Georgia knows, football. He knows what it takes. Yeah. And he's been a big part of recruiting. They've had, fantastic running back class after fantastic running back class. This is really big for Georgia State's recruiting. Yeah. They've already been a very good team. What? Oh. I don't care about Cod League, man. Um, we lost? Come on, man. FaZe lost to Subliners? Is that what I saw? You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. Bro. That's garbage. FaZe sucks. <laughs> I don't know any. I haven't watched the COD League this year. I don't care. Um, yeah, I think this is a fantastic move for Georgia State. I think it's big for recruiting. I think it's going to really help them out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, let's talk about what everybody cares about. Yeah. EA Sports College Football 25. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this, uh, I guess, as of yesterday, maybe today, uh, people can begin uh, opting in to being in the game. Uh, to allow EA Sports to use their name, image, and likeness. Every yeah. athlete that does will get $600 and a free copy of the game, which is going to be like 60 70 bucks at least. Um, I'll be right back. I'm going to go walk on real quick. <laughs> walk on? <laughs> yeah. He's just going to physically walk on a team yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> you going to go walk on tryouts for KSU? Yeah. You going to go to graduate school or something? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so, sure. uh, this is going to give, uh, over 11,000 players around the nation, the chance to appear in this game, that's which sick. is huge. That's and sick. that's a lot of money. Nathan yeah. quick 11,000 times 600. I just don't feel like doing the math in my head. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at that. Actually you're wrong. It's 6,600,000. Um, <laughs> Forgot oh. to carry the zero. <laughs> Elbozo. 
uh, nonetheless, I, I think it's awesome. And we've already got confirmation. All 134 uh, FBS schools will appear in the game at launch, including Kennesaw State University. Let's go. Um, <laughs> what's the hand thing? Hoodie hoo. <laughs> I've never been to a Kennesaw State athletic event. <laughs> I have. Sick. Cool. Shout out KSU Hockey. Shout out the captain, Adrian Pape. <laughs> yeah, he just got knocked out in D3 playoffs in the semifinals. Yeah. Oh, didn't he just get hurt? Yeah. Yeah. Get 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 better soon, Adrian. We love you. Yeah. I hope you're I hope you're watching. <laughs> uh oh, this is interesting. EA also revealed that real life coaches will not be featured in the game. That's interesting. I think it's because they don't want to negotiate with them. That is very interesting. I'm I'm surprised Dion just didn't want all yeah all a part of that. I thought Dion was going to be a cover athlete. <laughs> they would have put him in. Uh, Honestly, I guess cover. Dion could get a legend card. So, what is it? Him, Shadur, and Shiloh on the cover of EA Sports of the of the game. Maybe. Yeah, Nathan, you're right. Dabo is an NPC. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair point. Um, so uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so they've got 100, all 134 FBS teams will be available at launch. Um, and they've worked with a bunch of schools uh, to get university-specific assets, including uh, including crowd noise and fight songs, which is awesome. Um, you're going to have the 12-team playoff in there. You're going to have all the bowl games. Pretty sure we're going to have the transfer portal. Um, oh, that's scary. Yeah, we're going to have the transfer portal. We'll probably have NIL, uh, which is a big thing. My dynasty team is <laughs> yeah. going to be insane. Well, speaking of that... What's going to be your first dynasty? UNLV. UNLV. You are capping. I'm going Kennesaw State. I'm going to be the OC because I, I respect Brian Bohannon. I didn't want to pick Kennesaw State because I feel like that's the obvious. And you know how many dynasties? We're going to do so many. Oh, dynasties. yeah. I'm going to have nine going on at the same time, and I'm never going to complete a full season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a Kennesaw State one. I'm going to have like four different Florida State ones where I do different playbooks with all of them. Definitely going to play Hawaii. Yeah, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a KSU one where I get Arch Manning to transfer to us. <laughs> Not a facts. I'm putting Ethan on my roster. Wow, is there a water water boy card? <laughs> you get to pick your water boy. Yeah, you get a legend. Can Boucher, I get a legend bro? ball boy? Get red lightning from Florida State. I mean, it's the goat. Not legend Bobby Boucher card. Oh, dude, imagine. They did, like, Fantasy Legends. Willie Beeman. <laughs> He's so sick. Um, I would like to know what players should try and ask for more than $600. Uh, I've got a short list if you'd like me to go through it. Yeah, go through it. Cause it's like uh, Travis Hunter. Probably. He should. Shador. Definitely. Um, I agree with Nathan. Nobody should be asking for more money. Just, just enjoy the game. Um, but sure uh, Arch said? Manning, <laughs> uh, Carson Beck, yeah, Travian Henderson, very big returning player. Um, that's a fantastic point. These guys were like ten years old playing this game. Yeah, I was playing on PlayStation. I still am. Actually, I'm playing on PC now. Yeah, got to use an emulator. Uh, and then uh, Quinn Ewers. Could also ask for more money. Yeah. Um. All right. 
let's go to uh, this college football playoff committee. They approved the 5 plus 7 model unanimously. So now we get that for the 12-team playoff. And uh, Chip Patterson put together his prediction, like an early prediction for next year's uh, bracket. And I just kind of want to get our thoughts. So your bracket prediction, the 12th oh, cool. seed will be Liberty, uh, who will win the uh, what the Conference USA, right? Uh, yeah, Conference USA. Um, go back up to the matchups. It's a little bit easier to keep track of. Um, yeah, and then they'll play Oregon, uh, the five seed, and the winner would advance to play the number four seed, which would be Utah. Uh, the number 11 seed would be Ole Miss, which is an at-large bid against another at-large bid for Texas at number six. The winner of that would play Clemson, who would be the third seed. I don't know about that one. Yeah, Florida State's win the ACC. Uh but uh, number 10, Notre Dame at number 7, Michigan. Both of those at large bids. They would play the winner of the Big Ten, which is, of course, Ohio State. And then uh, the 9 seed, Penn State, at the number 8 seed, Alabama. wonder who's going to win that one. Uh, Penn State can't win the big one. Well, James Franklin can't win the big one. Uh, and uh, sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and it's going to suck again. There's four SEC teams. Yeah, and it makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. I'm surprised to see only one uh, ACC team left. Yeah, yeah. Like Florida State. What is that, Nathan? The one Alabama. Mm. Versus yeah, of course. Of course, they want that. Yeah. Everybody wants Alabama versus UGA. Uh, Alabama could actually be the eight seed. They could be lower, honestly, but they could actually be the eight seed. So l- let's go through his full seating. So number one, Georgia, because they're the SEC champion. Makes sense. I get that. I, I think they're for sure going to be the best team in the nation. Uh, Ohio State is the only one that contends with them for number one because the transfers in are ridiculous. The returning players are ridiculous. Caleb Downs. Not you, Colin's Seth. about to be outside Caleb Downs' apartment with a boombox. Not you, Seth McLaughlin. I love you, baby. Please come back to Tuscaloosa. Seth McLaughlin can stay for all I care. <laughs> No, 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 no. Put Caleb back on the phone. <laughs> you know damn well Caleb. Caleb saw that Seth went. And he was like, <laughs> "Put Julian Sand back on the phone." Uh, all right, number three seed Clemson. Ass. Clemson won't be ranked at the end of the season, bro. Give me Georgia Tech. Cade Klubnik is garbage. Give me, give me GT. What? <laughs> Georgia Tech. This guy's a Brent Key truther. Uh, number four, Utah. There, I think they could definitely win the Big Twelve. Europe. I, I like them. Cam Rising. Hopefully, will be healthy. Hopefully, we said that like every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. We thought he was coming back all year. Like, every every preview, like, bro was like he was like a game time scratch week one, and then played no games. We're like, we're like, Cam Rising should be playing. Yeah, um, they should be able to win this. And then what do you know? Yeah, not playing. Didn't play a single game. And they lose. Yeah, uh, Oregon. Gets the first at large bid as the five seed. Um, kind of makes sense. I, I think they're going to have a tough time transitioning over to the Big Ten, but I do think it's going to be a weaker year for the Big Ten outside of Ohio State. Yeah, I'm curious to see who the wideouts are going to be. Yeah, with and running back. Yeah, their wideouts, running back, and quarterback are all leaving. Yeah, well, they got Dylan, Dylan Gabriel. Gabriel yeah, and they also have Dante Moore if they need him, yeah. which is crazy. He might, he might play running back. <laughs> Dante Moore is not playing running back, dude. Um, All right. Uh, Texas gets the sixth seed, the second at large bid. Um, Yeah. Look, you got Quinn Ewers. You got 
you know, a great recruiting class. You got pretty solid transfers in as well. Um, who went there from Bama? What wide receiver? I can't remember. I'm sorry. Isaiah Bond. Bro. Okay, sorry. Yeah. You definitely knew. No, I didn't. I forgot his name. Fuck off. Forgot his name. All I know is Caleb Downs yeah, I'm ready, to Ohio for, I'm State. ready for week two, Michigan versus Texas in Ann Arbor. Yeah. Texas has got a gauntlet this yeah. year, dude. <laughs> oh my God. But the next team, Michigan, number seven. Uh they get in a large bid. I don't know if they're gonna be that good. I don't know first, if they're gonna first year. I don't know if they're gonna make the playoffs. Even with it, 12 teams, I don't think they're going to be make the playoff, and I don't think they're going to be the seventh seed for sure. Uh, Alabama at eight kind of makes sense. If you want to be the eight seed, you'll probably have two losses. I, I think that's probably where they're at. Maybe Rob, worse. One's probably going to be week four, UGA. Yeah. yeah. It's in one. Tuscaloosa, though, right? Yeah. Still tough. The other one's probably going to be Tennessee. Mm, interesting. I could see Tennessee making the playoff. Is it, uh, Nico, Nico Yamaliava? Yeah. But then we yeah. also got to play LSU at LSU. That's tough, too. <laughs> you guys might lose four games. <laughs> Dude, week two, we got to go to Wisconsin. Mm. They could be good. Luke Pickle. Yet Bill yeah. Belichick in the stands at practice. But, like, the only thing that scares me is Wisconsin? Like going to Wisconsin. That is the thing that scares me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. We're not used to going up north, man. Yeah, that's fair. You did lose to Michigan, even though it's the Rose Bowl. It's cold. Not, <laughs> not week four. It's gonna find a way to be cold. <laughs> week four is in October. It's gotta find a way to be cold. Man. All right, uh, Penn State, the ninth seed. Nah, you can't. You can't convince me. Katron Allen's great. That's it. Yeah. Scroll. Yep. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame, sure. Why not? Let's, let's do it. <laughs> They've always got guys. Riley Leonard's awesome. Um, he was a great transfer in. Right? He's their quarterback? Yeah. Uh, I like him. So, I wouldn't mind them making it. Ole Miss, I think, could be higher. Yeah. Ole Miss, I think, might end up being one of the best teams in the country. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I just I like how many guys are returning. Got, uh, you got SEC championship, them versus Georgia? I don't know about that because Tennessee could be up there. Texas could be up there. There's so many teams that could be there. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, so I'd probably say that the championship for the SEC, because it's now just the two best teams, um, I think it would be Texas-Georgia. I think Ole Miss will just be like right outside. Ole Miss. Ole Miss-Bama. Ole Miss-LSU Ole Miss, and Tennessee will be right outside. Bama might be behind all of them. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> it sure is. And then number 12 seed, Liberty. Sure. <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't know. Caden Salter's pretty good. Yeah, he is. Wasn't very good against Oregon. He uh, made me lose some money, though, last year. Yeah, on those prize picks? Yeah. That's brutal. Um, By two yards. <laughs> Gamble mm. responsibly. Um. Use a different name. No, stop <laughs> doing that. Stop. <laughs> Actually gamble responsibly. Jeez, dude. <laughs> we can't we can't do that. It's not non-negotiable. <laughs> and don't use your mom's credit card. You should be learning a lesson from Keishon Boutte. No, definitely don't use dad's credit card either. Keishon Boutte one seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. 
Yeah, I don't know who the best group of five team is going to be. KSU, maybe? <laughs> we lost UTSA? University. What about UTSA? They could, bro. They got talent. I like UTSA a lot. Um, All right. Stake your claim. Call and make a hot take right now. Oh, Do it now. Oh, shit. Now. Uh, uh, Nathan, you've got one? Nathan, you go first. Yeah, Call and give him the mic. That was weird. What the hell? Ohio State's making it all the way to the final. I don't know if they'll win, but they're making it all the way. Undefeated. I don't think it's all hot. the way. Okay. Undefeated is kind of hot. All the way. Conference title, everything. Yep. Are you wor- easy? Are you worried about the fact that Ryan Day was born on third base and he is a crybaby? Okay. And are you worried that are you crying Ryan that is a problem? Seth McLaughlin. <laughs> that too. I just want to point out his nickname is Crying Ryan. <laughs> it's not my job. Um, Akron. <laughs> All right, three and zero, four and zero, five. No, Oregon's tough. They're gonna beat Nebraska. Oh, and it's in Eugene. They might lose to Oregon, so I'll I'll give you the ability to call it hot. Yeah, I think it's a lukewarm take. They're kicking the shit out of Michigan, though. Penn State, literally their only game they have to worry about is Oregon. Ohio State plays Oregon this year, (laughs) and that's it. Their first three games, yeah. What? Yeah. Last matchup was a national champ. Or no, 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 no. That was a regular season game. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Never forget. Um, they played each other in a national championship, though, right? The first college football playoff. Yeah, because it yeah. was uh, Cardell Jones yeah. versus Marcus Mariota. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Talk about. Because <laughs> you, you had Zeke. Uh, yeah. I think that's when they had... Was that when they had Scary Terry? Terry Maybe. McLaurin? They might have, yeah. Um, I don't know. Was that Michael Thomas? My That might have been Michael Thomas. I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, me either. Um, I don't care either. Uh, do you have your stake or claim? Yeah. Georgia Tech will upset Georgia this year. Talking to the mic, please? Georgia Tech will upset Georgia this year. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Every five years. Yeah. Very hot. Very hot take. Yeah, well, it's better than Nathan's fucking lukewarm take. Okay. I have, like, a take. I don't know why we all went college football, but I guess I'll stick with it. Because what we t- that's what we talked the most about. Yeah. You know, we yeah, got to feel about college football. Clean old-fashioned hate. I love that name. That's a great name for a rivalry. Dude, this past year was close. Yeah. Yeah, closer than it needed to be, for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. What is it? Six? 35, or 31, 23? No. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, six. Ew. 2016? The last time they lost, it was by one point. <laughs> God, 13 to seven in 2015? What a stinker. Insane. Look at what the year before that. OT, All right. Bro. All right. Last thing. Yep. Travis Hunter will be the college football 25 cover athlete nice i think he's the most marketable guy out there that's returning they're gonna put the uh the pinpoint image of him getting rocked by that colorado state guy 
just from around the around Nathan, the I'm gonna need you to make that. <laughs> I need you to make that cover. Yeah, we need that. Gotta have that one. Do they have it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle, right there. There it is. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that's a great cover. <laughs> that would be crazy. Or it'll be the picture of the two of them sitting on like that bench in that YouTube video. Forrest Gump video right there. All right. Mama, well, Mama told me I'm not allowed to play with you no more. <laughs> All right, well, from uh, me, Grayson, and Forrest Gump to my left, uh, I think that's going to call it an episode. Me, Grayson, and... Yeah, that's from myself, Grayson, and yourself, Forrest Gump. Gump. (laughs) Mama. Yeah, part owner of Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. (laughs) Mama said, these are my running shoes. All right, enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a bad impression. It's actually pretty good. It's a pretty good Forrest. It's almost like it comes natural to you. All right. With that being said, what you need to do so that Colin can achieve his dream of being in Forrest Gump 2 is you need to like, subscribe, comment, and follow, and turn on notifications, all that stuff on YouTube. Go over to the podcast platform. If you're listening right now, uh, park your car. (laughs) Park your car, follow, rate five stars, and then continue your drive. You got time. You're early. Um and then uh, if you are um, just, I don't know, stumbling upon this, uh, go to the uh, social media accounts. They're all going to be right here at the bottom. And uh, for the YouTube viewers, peace out.